You've been dating online. It's frustrating, dispiriting, hopeless. All the guys you like aren't making an effort. All the guys who make an effort, you don't like. Let's face it, the guys in your town suck. So, you open up your search criteria and broaden your search from 25 miles to 100 miles. Nope, let's make it 500 miles. Actually, there's no limit as to how far you'll go for love. You are now searching the globe for your soulmate. Now, that may feel good right now, but be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. Stick around and I'll describe to you why a long-distance relationship is the last thing you want to do. I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You Podcast. Keep listening to learn whether you should try a long-distance relationship. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. So let's first talk about why people get into long-distance relationships at all. And I want to frame this whole thing by saying that as a dating coach for 17 years, I've seen examples of everything working, right? Like anything that I could tell you right here, I could either support or shoot down. What I try to do is give you the broadest possible interpretation, the thing that's going to work the most often, uh, the terms I use is not right and wrong, it's effective and ineffective. So if you are hell-bent on having a long-distance relationship, no matter what I say, go on with your bad self. I wish you the best of luck. But if you want to hear someone who's thought this thing through and coach people through that, stick around for a little bit. Um, People enter into long-distance relationships when something's not working at home. Because, fact, if everything was working swimmingly in your dating pool at home, you would not have any temptation to look elsewhere. The same way that if you live in a big city where jobs are aplenty, you're not going to think of moving for a job. Moving for a job means something's not right about your city or there's no opportunity in your city. So the motivation to even look elsewhere means that you are throwing in the towel or partially throwing in the towel on your city. Maybe you're frustrated, right? Maybe it is in fact a small dating pool if you live in a you know, small Midwestern town where there's very few people and you're like the one of you know 10% of people who are liberal. I can understand why you might be tempted to think it would be better somewhere else and I'm not saying that you're wrong, right? Maybe it is better somewhere else. But most of my clients actually are people who live in big cities, college-educated, six-figure earners, and they've become convinced that they used up their city. I felt the same way, right? I was a guy who dated 300 people over the course of 10 years online here in LA, and I was still convinced that I had to go on a wife hunt. I had to find a woman on the East Coast. It wasn't true. It was what I told myself to avoid looking in the mirror because I was the common denominator in my bad relationship choices. It wasn't all the women in Los Angeles who were conspiring against me. So here's the problem when you say, I'm ready to date long distance. It's a big one. The people that you're looking to date aren't necessarily as incentivized to do that. Right? If I live three hours outside LA and my town has nobody in it, sure, I might be tempted to and willing to go to LA, but if I live in LA, and I do, I, I barely was willing to go out with my wife and I lived in West Hollywood and she lived in North Hollywood because I had to get on a freeway and that was like 20 minutes. So 
LA is a big spread out place and you really don't want to go very far. So you may be incentivized if you're the long distance person who has a population uh, where it's not particularly dense. But if you're asking someone from a population dense place to come and visit you, if you're in New York City, you might not want to go out to Long Island. Long Island might be willing to go out to New York City though. So let's pay att attention to the fact that people have also different incentives, right? Just because long distance works for you, it may not work for someone else. Next, more practically, there's this long distance relationship belief that love conquers all. And I don't know how much evidence we need to know that love does not necessarily conquer all. Um, this doesn't mean I'm anti-love, it doesn't mean I'm anti-marriage, it doesn't mean I'm anti-romantic. All it means is I look at the available evidence like you should be doing. How many times have you been in love? How many times did it last? Clearly, love doesn't necessarily conquer all. So it may feel really good to think, oh, I've got this long distance relationship with this amazing guy in Australia. Oh, I've got this long distance relationship with this guy cross country. I've never met anybody like him. He may feel the exact same way about you, but that doesn't mean you have a future. That is just like any relationship that starts locally. And when we look at the odds that the next guy you meet, the first guy you start dating locally, turns out to be your husband, they're also pretty low. Otherwise, you wouldn't be sitting here listening to this video. The odds of any relationship getting off the ground are low. So I don't see why we put a greater weight on the ones that are long distance, but we do. Why? Because they're easier. Right? They're the, we have to put in less. No, it, the relationship is actually harder, but it's easier to have a good long distance relationship because it requires a lot less maintenance. That's another reason that I want you to question the idea of long-distance relationships. It's so easy to get into one, right? It lights up all your sensors, your feelings. It's so exciting to have a crush. And it's so easy to put that crush up on a pedestal because it's hard to disappoint someone when all you're doing is FaceTime. It requires so little maintenance. It's hard to screw up a long-distance relationship if you put in a modicum of effort. No. Long-distance relationships are for people who are lonely in their city, feel like they don't have any options, have come to the false conclusion that there's nobody good in their city, and are just looking for some flyer, looking for some, some miracle, some lottery ticket, and then the long-distance per person comes in, and it's easy. But why is it easy? Because it's perfect, and again, I'm a coach for women, but it's perfect for avoidant men. It's perfect for busy men. It's perfect for lazy men. A guy who doesn't want to have all the entanglements of a real relationship, which requires integrating lives, is a perfect long distance relationship candidate because you're out of sight, out of mind. He can literally not think of you for most of the day and still maintain a relationship. Why? Because he says he's your long distance boyfriend. He says he's exclusive to you. I'm not even saying he's lying. I'm saying for someone who wants a half a relationship, long distance is perfect. So it becomes a perfect fantasy relationship for both men and women alike. Great reward feels like a real relationship, but the actual effort you have to put in to maintain it is less. It's like getting a plant versus having a dog versus having a baby. Your long distance relationship is the plant. So long distance, super easy to maintain because it is like vacation love. You're his part-time vacation girlfriend. 
and you don't take up that much time and space. Yeah, he could text you every day, cost nothing. He could call you at night, cost nothing. And it's something to look forward to that doesn't interfere with my day to day. You're not gonna ask me to come over because you're crying in the middle of the night. I, I can't do that. We have to plan into getting together. So it's real easy to do FaceTime and plan trips to see each other. That's easy and it's fun and it keeps the excitement and mystery alive, but it's much trickier to navigate day-to-day -day relationships. Have you ever had a day-to-day -day relationship where you're all in each other's business? Right. I got our wife. We haven't left the, the, the house in a year. It's a different dynamic than if we were, you know, texting every day and planning on seeing each other once a month, for example. So the main reasons, and we were just talking about the, the groundwork, the main reasons not to do a long distance relationship are these two reasons. These are huge complications that you're inviting when you engage in a long distance relationship that other relationships simply don't have to deal with. Ready? Number one, your relationship isn't real until you're actually together. Right? It's vacation love. And I mentioned that before, but I want to emphasize it. It seems all well and good, and you can fall in love with someone long distance just by talking. The exchange of information can make you feel really, really close. But until you are together, talking every single day, um, seeing each other three, four times a week, keeping stuff at each other's places, going to each other's family holidays and dealing with the minutia around money and religion and housework and belief systems and introversion and extroversion until you're actually in it, where you actually have to confront each other's flaws and your incompatibilities, it's really easy to ignore them. Right. So it feels like a real relationship. It is all the joy and intensity of a real relationship. And sincerely, again, I don't think every guy or woman who gets involved is, is, you know, is silly or blind. I'm only pointing out that your relationship doesn't hold the candle to the relationships where the people are actually together. And that relationship doesn't actually start until you're together. Which brings me to point number two. Everything goes perfectly and you are a wonderful long distance couple who does everything right. Someone has to take a huge risk, uproot his or her life, just to discover, point one, whether you're compatible when you're together in person. Someone eventually has to take that risk. These are two huge things that face long distance couples that don't face couples where they could drive and be each other's house in 15 minutes. I could kind of road test whether my relationship with my girlfriend is a good one by increasing the intensity and, and ramping up towards moving in together, right? Or seeing each other multiple times a week. You don't get to do that. You gotta pick up, go, and then figure out if you have what it takes. So my philosophy, and I really want you to hear it, hear it with an open mind, is that if there's a great guy that you found who's 100 miles away, 500 miles away, somewhere around the world, there is a guy just like him within a 30 minute drive. I can guarantee it. You may not think so, because you're anchored on the possibility that you, you know, your soulmate is somewhere around the globe and there's one of them. But the truth is, if there's a great guy who's in another state, there's a great guy who's in your city. And all the exceptions in the world don't disprove what I'm sharing with you. I'm a guy who has been doing this publicly forever and 
I can tell you the story of my sister. She's a great long distance relationship success story. She was a New York uh, guy she met online, was in San Francisco. This is an online dating site you know, 15 years ago uh, called Nerve.com. They talked every day, every day for a whole month, long distance, cross country, until he decided he would come to New York for New Year's Eve to go on a four day first date. And that four-day first date went really, really well. And once he returned to San Francisco, my sister was in New York, they flew back and forth every other week, talked every single day for six months. And then my sister picked up, moved jobs, uprooted her life, moved to San Francisco. And they were together for three years before they got married. That is a successful long-distance relationship. And it still required them to take a leap of faith that they'd be as good in person as they were long-distance, and my sister to pick up and relocate in order to make that relationship work. It still required that extra leap of faith, but it, but it worked. And they're married, and they have two kids, and they're happy. So I'm not, um, I'm not unconscious of the fact that these things exist, and they exist all the time. But the more common story is a story of a friend of mine who shall remain nameless, but um, he's a good friend here in Los Angeles. And he met someone when uh, working internationally and they had a, and it, was a, it was a long business trip. So they had like a six week intense relationship while he was um, on business in Europe. And then he returned home and they talked every night on the phone, same thing, eight months of Skyping. It was Skype was the big thing back then. So, eight months of Skyping, and he proposed to her via Skype, and she said yes, and then she picked up and she moved from Europe to Hollywood. And then within one month of her moving here, the whole thing imploded. That's the more common story. Everybody knows a story of someone who moved to a city to be with a guy, and the guy didn't work and they ended up staying in the city. I mean, it's a, it's a cliche. So this is a really common story where two people fall in love, everything seems perfect, but they hadn't really considered their incompatibilities. All they knew is that they really liked talking to each other. But that's very different than whether you could live together and build a life together and build a life in a new city where you don't have any friends. This took only one month for the whole amazing eight-month engagement to implode. You can undo it. You can take those chances with your life, but here in Love You, why take a chance like that that's unnecessary? Why even entertained that. It would be like me entertaining a job as a coal miner in West Virginia. Like, I guess I could entertain that, but why would I? Why would I tempt myself with something when there's potentially better options that are right in front of me that I'm not even aware of that I haven't explored? So in Love You, we teach you to stay focused on the quickest, easiest path to love. Instead of choosing something with these big mountains that you have to overcome or drive around or go over, we just tell you, Say no to separated guys. Say no to recently divorced guys. Say no to guys who say, I don't know what I'm looking for. Or I don't know if I ever want to get married again. And finally, say no to any guy where you have to drive more than 45 minutes to be at his house. And best case scenario, if you ignore my advice and it works, you're in a vacation relationship, this fantasy long distance relationship, and one of you has to take a huge risk before you even decide if your relationship is compatible maybe even have to change jobs or move cities in order to make it work. If you don't take a chance on that, you just stay right here in this lane. Otherwise, you're 
what, taking a two-year risk sinking time into a relationship with someone who may just determine that you can't live with each other if you spent more than a week together at a time? This is a matter of, of, of thinking, not just feeling. So I want to ask you, have you experienced any of the pains of a long-distance relationship? Right. If you have, did you notice any of the problems that I brought up? Or are you the exception to the rule? Are you more like my sister? Either way, I'm here to support you. There isn't a right and wrong. My job is just to get you on the path that's going to work best for you, not just in the short run, but ultimately in the long run. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click the subscribe button, ring the bell, and choose all to ensure you get notified when new content comes out. If you're listening to the audio podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you want to find love right now <clears throat> and you're committed to making healthier choices with men so you can have an easy relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood with a guy who could be at your house in five minutes, look for the link below. Apply for coaching and love you. I'll talk to you soon. Are you the woman who is everything except your man? You can have the relationship of your dreams and you don't have to change to get it. In Love You, you will gain confidence, let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, learn to trust your judgment, understand and attract quality men, assess long-term compatibility, and create a passionate, unconditionally loving relationship with a partner who puts you first, never lets you down, and always makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkcats.com and click on the apply button to get started.